queens and welcome to the Find Your Glow Show. This podcast is for the femme extraordinaires, the get shit done boss business women who are stressed, frazzled, frustrated, depleted and burnt out. I'm Tegan Jenner and I'm super passionate about helping stressed out business women to beat burnout. I'm a multi-qualified practitioner with a degree in naturopathic medicine plus certifications in hypnotherapy, coaching, breathwork and fitness plus a whole other array of things. And I just love witnessing my clients transform from being exhausted to energetic, seeing them glow up and be truly in love with their life. So happy that you're here. Hello and welcome back to the Find Your Glow Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today I am going to cover a topic that is so fundamental to our health. It's sleep. We sleep for a third of our life. It is our most restorative state. So if you're not getting quality sleep, guess what? Your health and your longevity suffers. So many of my clients have got issues with sleep, whether it's falling asleep, staying asleep, waking up unrefreshed. That's a huge one. Getting quality sleep supports our detoxification processes and it also improves our overall health and well-being. As I started to write notes for this episode, I realized that I actually really need to split this into two episodes because it's such a big topic and one episode will just go on for too long. So if you have any questions for part two, please DM them to me on Instagram at Tegan Jenner Health. Okay. So in Australia, I don't know about the rest of the world. I'm in Australia and I didn't look into the rest of the world to any other countries. But here, stats suggest that about one and a half million people struggle with sleep problems. And that insomnia and sleep apnea at the top of the list. So people who suffer from sleep issues report stuff like fatigue and poor motivation. They have a lot of neck tension and headaches. They suffer from like gut issues and have a lot of problems with attention and concentration. They're forgetful. They have poor work performance. They're irritable. They get tired during the day. And they even, um, they even have increased mistakes and accidents. Chronic sleep issues also cause sleep issues due to worry about not being able to get to sleep. I have clients who have this problem where 
they lie in bed at night worrying about getting to sleep because they've had sleep issues for so many years. It's a, like a, a vicious cycle. So quality and adequate amount of sleep supports detoxification processes and cellular repair and regeneration and overall well-being. Quality deep sleep reduces our risk of cognitive decline and of neurodegenerative conditions like Alzheimer's and dementia, as well as cardiovascular disease. It also positively impacts our longevity. The human brain literally has a waste clearing process called glymphatic clearance that happens during slow wave sleep. And this occurs in the N3 sleep stage, which is in the first half of sleep. So we actually go through cycles during our sleep, if you didn't already know that. We go from N1, which is about five minutes, and that's that like dozing off phase, into N2, which lasts around 10 to 20 minutes or so. And then we drop into N3 after a, a roughly 20 to 30 minutes of being asleep. And we stay here for anywhere between like 45 to 90 minutes before we drop into REM sleep. And this is the stage where dreams occur and it's super important for like memory and cognition. And then we cycle back to N2 again. And we spend about half of our time asleep in N2. As we get older, we have less N3 sleep. People with sleep apnea have also been shown to have less N3 sleep. So if during N3 sleep, our brain is literally clearing out toxins and we aren't dropping into N3 sleep or we aren't getting sufficient N3 sleep, we're not having good glymphatic clearance. As we get older, we're not having as much glymphatic clearance occurring. If we have sleep apnea, we are not having good glymphatic clearance. So our brain detoxification processes are highly affected if we're not getting good N3 sleep. So let's dig into some of the reasons why we might be having issues with sleep. I'm going to start with exposure to blue light. You've probably heard it before or maybe haven't, but this one is at the top of my list for a reason. Exposure to blue light from late afternoon into the evening disrupts our circadian rhythm. What the hell is that? Did I just hear you think? I'll quickly explain it just in case you don't know or haven't heard of this. In a nutshell, it's our body's natural rhythm. It's our sleep-wake cycle. 
and it involves cortisol and melatonin. And I have always loved and remembered Dr. Carrie Jones' way of describing this. Cortisol rises with the sun to wake you up and melatonin rises with the moon to make you sleepy. Cortisol is supposed to taper off from mid-morning and be quite low in the afternoon, which triggers melatonin to rise and prepare us for sleep. But exposure to blue light actually affects the process in our brain that controls melatonin secretion. This involves the pineal gland, which secretes melatonin in response to light to dark cycles from the environment. The environment is everything around us. I'm going to stop here before I go and get too complex on you and just say that if you are having troubles getting to sleep at a reasonable time, you are lying in bed, you can't get to sleep. I encourage you to review your screen time from about 5 p.m. onwards. Also, switch your devices to night shift. Well, that's what it's called on Apple devices. I'm not sure about other brands, but you know, nowadays they all have this functionality uh, as far as I'm aware. What it does is it basically makes the screen more warm colored from whatever time you enter in the settings. I've got mine set across all my devices from 5.30 p.m. So at 5.30 p.m., the color of my screen literally changes to a more warmer orangey sort of color to reduce my blue light exposure. You can also check out your TV to see if it has this functionality as well. If you're someone who watches TV in the evenings. Um, what else? Sleep timing. So our sleep timing also helps to regulate, regulate our circadian rhythm if it's out of whack. So sorting out regular sleep timing is super important for us if you're having trouble with sleep. Getting to bed before 10 p.m. and waking around sunrise time helps to regulate our circadian rhythm. Sun and moon, remember? Figure out what time you need to be up in the morning to do the things that you want and need to do before you have to do adult things like work. Count back seven to eight hours from the time that you need to get up and make sure that you're preparing yourself for sleep at least 30 minutes before that, like brushing your teeth, brushing your hair, doing whatever you need to do, your nightly routine before you get into bed so that when you lie down and close your eyes, you have seven to eight hours from that point forward before you need to wake up. Moving on, the next one on my list is alcohol. Oh, this is touchy territory. I know, I know, I know. But before you tune out, please hear me out and I'm going to make this quick. I'm not going to carry on about this one too much in this episode. You're definitely not alone if it's your relaxation go-to in the evening to help you switch off and wind down. And maybe you feel like you have a pretty good sleep after drinking alcohol. 
but it's actually not quality sleep at all for many reasons. And it's quality that counts. Number one, your body is detoxifying alcohol when it should be focused on other more important detoxification processes. Number two, alcohol has been shown to decrease REM sleep. And if you remember back to what I was saying earlier, REM is super important for cognitive function. So if you're drinking alcohol regularly, this will be impacting your sleep quality and also your cognition during the day. All right, I'm going to leave that one there. Food for thought. It's up to you what you want to do with that. Something else that I had in my notes, restless legs, which is also known as periodic limb movement disorder. This is like those big jolts of your limbs that you get during sleep. And it often happens like when you're just falling asleep or like in that first part of sleep, that in in one part and you have this big jolt and it jolts you awake. Some people actually suffer from this chronically um, and all through the night and it can be really quite disruptive to their sleep. It's associated with caffeine intake Mm -hmm. and stress. Restless legs in particular is actually also associated with iron deficiency. And this is so, 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 so common. The number of clients I have that bring me their iron studies, pathology reports and say that their doctor said it's all fine when they actually have got iron deficiency is astounding. This is one of my biggest peeves in clinic. Iron deficiency goes undiagnosed and untreated in women far too often. So if you are having restless legs, definitely look into your iron. Definitely speak to a qualified naturopath or nutritionist. Let them review your results from the pathology test and sort out your iron issues if there is an issue. Alrighty, so moving on from the restless legs part. This one is a bit of a random one, but I always tell my clients to avoid taking B vitamins at night because B vitamins can be actually quite stimulating. And so it's not usually a good idea to take them like with your dinner or right before bed. If you're doing that and you're having trouble getting to sleep or staying asleep, you might wanna reconsider the time of day. I always tell my clients to take their B vitamins first thing in the morning. In particular, vitamin B6 has been shown to cause vivid dreams and sleep disruption. So I'll leave you with that. 
the other topics that I have written down for discussion are quite big and so I think I'm going to leave it here for today and then cover the rest in part two. Things that I'm going to cover are stuff like emotions, pain, digestive issues like reflux, urination, EMFs, snoring, mouth breathing. There's like, I've got lots of notes, lots of things that I want to cover in the next episode. So as I said, if you have any questions, like burning questions, things that you want me to cover in the next episode, please send me a DM on Instagram and I'll do my best to include that for you. Thank you for tuning in and I look forward to having you here again next week. Bye.